Hey, hey there. Welcome to a bonus episode. I'm so excited because I haven't done one of these in a while and I'm just really excited to talk to you guys. I have a very special announcement closer to the end of this episode, so make sure you listen all the way through and stay tuned. So everybody's freaking out because we've only got few more weeks until the end of the year and it's the end of a decade and it's the end of everything and OMG, right? So first of all, I just want to tell you to breathe, just breathe. And the second thing I want to tell you is let's celebrate all of the amazing things that you've accomplished this year. So I know that, um, I don't know if you guys follow Enneagrams, but I am an Enneagram 3 And I'm very competitive, mostly against myself, and I'm very goal-driven. And so what often happens in my own life and in my own journey is that I get really excited when I hit a goal, and then I don't ever take time to celebrate the fact that I hit that goal. I'm on to the next thing, and then the next thing, and then the next thing. And so what I've tried to be more intentional about this year is just taking time to stop, smell the roses, enjoy, clap for my damn self, (laughs) and and just be happy with the experience of meeting a goal, right? Or even the experience of not meeting a goal, which we're going to talk a little bit about. But this whole episode is all about um, just reviewing 2019. I'm going to give you a behind-the-scenes review of the Launch Guild, of TashaBooth.com, my own businesses, and kind of share with you some of the insights that I've learned over the last year. And hopefully this will be helpful to you. Now, one of the things that I go through is it's actually a 2019 year in review, or this year it's 2019, next year it'll be 2020. But it's it's a year in review workbook that I created for myself last year. And I go by the acronym of SPACE. And SPACE stands for Strategy, Profit, Achievement, Clients, energy. So strategy, profit, achievement, clients, energy. So those are all five different sections that I kind of go through when I am debriefing on my year, when I'm looking back and saying, okay, what went well? What didn't go so well? What do I want to change for next year? So we're just going to go through some of these really quickly, and I'm going to share some insights that I have about um, my business and what has happened this year that I'm really excited about and what I want to change for next year also. So let's start with the strategy piece. When we came into 2019, Jay LeRae, my right hand in chief, and I really wanted to be strategic about creating some amazing systems in our business. We felt like we didn't have all of the SOPs, the standard operating procedures that we wanted to internally because we had been so so engrossed in working in our clients' businesses, which I'm sure you guys can relate to. That happens all the time. Uh, as you're working with clients, you realize that you have neglected sort of your own business and your own internal processes. And that makes it really, really difficult to grow because you don't have the processes that you need to in order to support a growing team and in order to take on more clients without taking on a lot more time and energy, right? Because you're constantly reinventing the wheel if you don't have those systems in place. So from January 1st of this year, Jayla Ray and I worked really hard on figuring out, okay, what are the internal processes that we definitely need to document and that we need to make stronger? I think we did an absolutely phenomenal job with that this year. Jay LeRae has been so, so amazing at just helping me um, with those things and taking it off of my plate. So that was the big thing. I didn't want to own that project. 
I needed somebody else to own that project so that it would actually happen. And I think it was probably by June of this year where I was able to start going into our SOP library into, we, we have ours in Asana and it links all to the Google Docs that we have set up. And just being able to find SOPs and, and follow them and or update them if I needed to. And even ones that I hadn't asked for were starting to show up, which was absolutely amazing. So definitely the strategy of creating more procedures within the business so that little by little, I could remove myself even more from the day-to-day of the launch guild side of things, the agency side. So our goal, and it's still a continuing process, but the goal is in 2020 to remove me even more from those things so that I can focus more on the coaching and the course creation and the templates and all of the, we're calling that the Tasha Booth side of my business, right? Um, And that doesn't mean that I'm eliminating myself from that. I still do all the sales calls. I still do all of the strategy pieces for it, but it was really important to have those processes in, in place so that we weren't reinventing the wheel and so that my team felt empowered to be able to go in and know how to do X, Y, Z thing. The other important piece of the strategy was a hiring piece for this year. So we really looked at what, where our holes were, what our needs were and how we needed to hire. And we really looked at our org chart. So that stands for organizational chart. Um, And with that, we ended up hiring several new people. So we have a new graphic designer on our team. We have a third copywriter. We have another OBM. I think we hired another two, three (laughs) virtual assistants. Our team has grown pretty quickly. And for the most part, it's been absolutely amazing. As I've shared with you guys before, I work really hard at making sure that I'm hiring people strategically and then I'm making sure that I'm hiring people that I think will will be a great fit, not only for supporting our clients in the way they need to be supported, but just overall a great fit culturally for the kind of amazing, friendly, inviting, safe space culture that I want the Launch Guild team to be and that I want the Launch Guild to be as a company. So those hires for the most part have gone great and we've had uh, great success with them. I think that one of the things that I've realized is that as we hire more people, it becomes even more important to have a really robust training and onboarding process. And our onboarding process is pretty darn amazing. Our training process is still something that is a work in progress. So that's kind of around the strategy piece. So I think when it comes to strategy and when it comes to the whole idea of space, um, this acronym, my overarching theme for the year definitely had to do with my word of the year, which is impact. And I have a blog post that I wrote last week that explains how I determine or decide on my word of the year. You guys can go read that at toshabooth.com forward slash word. But my word was impact. And what that meant for me was impacting lives. Um, and it meant impacting my own life with increasing revenue. It it meant impacting the lives of my team because when we make more money as a launch guild, they make more money each as contractors and as employees. It also meant impacting the women around me, those who are part of the Tasha Booth community, the How She Did That community, those who listen to my podcast, those who then go on to buy my courses and to coach with me and and to be in my six-month program and all of those pieces. So I wanted to to be able to um, more deeply impact people at every point of my business, which also meant every point of my life. So when I'm thinking about each part of this whole SPACE acronym, I'm asking the question, did it 
fit in with my word of the year? Did it align with my word of the year, right? And for the most part this this year, I have to say that it definitely did. So let's move on to profit. Now, profit for me, um, I think of what was my app actual bottom line, and then how much of that did I keep, right? Because owning a business, especially owning an agency that has 17 subcontractors, it gets expensive. <laughs> but you do want to, of course, make sure that you are making a profit and, and increasing your profit month after month, year after year within your business. One of the things that was really so super helpful for me this year was getting a CFO in my business. So a virtual CFO, her name's Amy Bradbury. She runs an agency called Empowered Profit and her help and support has just been amazing. So Amy has a team and we have a dedicated bookkeeper, Sarah, who does our books every Wednesday. She sends us reports. If I have questions, I know that I, I can go to her because she's in our Slack channel. I also have a call with her each month. And then I also have a call with Amy to discuss any money mindset things that's coming up, any new strategies or new um, ideas that I have and like how that fits in um, finance wise or how that fits in revenue wise for my overall goals. It's just been so transformative to be able to see the numbers and know the numbers, but once again, not have ownership of doing anything with those numbers and knowing that other people are there to help me in figuring out the strategies that are going to make me more profitable. So one of the things that I was really intentional about was keeping my income the same, whether we had a really great month or whether we had a phenomenal month or whether we had a not so great month, keeping my in income the same and then taking some profit, some owner's share out of it every once in a while. But for the most part, really pouring whatever was left over or whatever was profit back into the business in several different ways. So number one, definitely coaching. I did a lot with coaching this year. I worked with two amazing coaches all throughout the year. The second part was live events. So you guys know that live events has always been a part of my strategy because I just believe that being in a room with somebody is so transformational, is so transformative and getting to communicate and have, have conversations with people face to face, like actually face to face. So definitely spent a lot and invested a lot in terms of live events, you know, travel, hotel, airfare, all of those things cost money, but totally worth it. And then um, the other pieces were things like having support around social media and around Facebook ads and investing in Facebook ads. All of that definitely cost money, but all of it were things that I definitely saw a return on my investment. And it was also a return on my time. So Facebook ads are something that I personally know how to run, right? Social media, I've done my social media for myself for years, but all of those things are things that just take my time. So what I want you guys to start thinking about are what are the things that maybe are an investment, but bring you back a return on your investment, number one, but also a return on your time investment. So what, can, what else can you be doing with the time that you are spending on that? So I will say, if you look at my bottom line in terms of profit, our profit was probably between 20 and 30% this year. I don't have the actual numbers in front of me. And that is after my take home like salary as well, right? So our profit is everything after like we pay all the bills, including paying me, right? Um, but it doesn't include my owner's share that I can take that is over and above what I pay myself, what my, my salary is. So if we look at that number, it's about 20 to 30%, which honestly is pretty darn good. But my goal for next year is to get that even higher, to become even more profitable 
and to start paying myself more next year. So I still want to aggressively invest in all of the things that I've been investing in this year, but I also want to be more profitable and take home more of what I've made this year. The big key takeaway, the big thing that I'm really excited about this year is that we more than doubled our income from last year, our revenue from last year. So last year, the Launch Guild made $140,000. This year, we're gonna close a little under $300,000, which is pretty darn amazing for a company that has only existed for three years. And our goal next year, I'm saying it out loud, y'all, as much as I can, because it's a huge goal, is to become, our goal next year is to become a half a million dollar company, which is just so amazing and I, I never even thought that that number was possible, but now I see it as possible. So my takeaway here is that when you start looking at your numbers as possible and when you start taking your business seriously, when you start looking at your numbers consistently and and figuring out like how, what are the ways to hit hit my goals, hit my mark, right? And then doing this things, taking the action steps day after day consistently, even when it doesn't feel good, even when you feel like you're talking to yourself on Facebook Lives and everything, it will come. It, the the revenue, the income will come, but first you have to take the steps and do the things consistently. So that's the P that is the profit piece. Achievement. I can't even tell you all of the achievements that I feel like have happened this year. Number one, I think the biggest achievement that I am so exceedingly proud of is the women in Booked and Balanced. Um, they have just been knocking it out of the park. Um, so if for those of you who don't know, Booked and Balance is my six-month one-on-one and group coaching program for VAs and OBMs and project managers also who already have existing businesses. They've already had some success in their businesses and they're ready to go to the next level. They're ready to make that $5,000 month or that $7,000 or $10,000 month. And they are there to work together as a unit, but also one-on-one with me um, in terms of how to get there, how to make that a reality for themselves. So they've just been working so hard and they are so consistent in their pursuit of excellence. And it's just, it blows my mind every single day how they are showing up for each other and also for themselves. So that's probably my my number one achievement. My number two achievement is definitely how I've grown as a leader and how my team has taken ownership. So when I onboard a new team member, I have two rules for them. (laughs) I say, um, I don't micromanage, so don't make me micromanage you. I'm not good at it, so please don't make me even try. (laughs) And then the second thing is that I always want to know if something is an emergency before it becomes a client emergency. So if something went wrong, if an email misfired or something, just let me know. I'm not going to yell and scream at you. I just want to know before the client is emailing me and I'm like, what the heck, I have no idea what's going on. So those are my two primary rules. And I believe that both of those point to the word ownership. Um, I want them to own the solution and I want them to own the problem. So own up when it's your when it's your fault. I'm not gonna send an email to a client and apologize because I didn't do it, right? I want them to own it. Um, but I also want them to own their successes too. Like I want them to be proud of all the amazing things that they've done. And guys, they have knocked this year out of the park. They've done so many amazing things. And I am so eternally grateful for the way they push me to become a better leader every every day and every single month. So that's definitely another achievement. I'm excited about all the podcasts that I've been on this year. I've been on a lot of podcasts this year. I just got offered my first two speaking engagements, which I want to tell you, I spoke that into existence 
just like a month ago, I said, you know what, I want to speak on stages in 2020. And within 24 hours, I got my first invite for speaking engagement. And then two weeks later, I got my second invite for speaking engagement. So tell the universe, tell God what you want, and then show up and be consistent and do the work and it will come. Um, also 2020 on the rise from HoneyBook, that was super duper amazing um, that I don't know if you guys saw that, but I was part of 20 on the rise for marketing um, experts. And that was really cool to be a part of that and to be recognized as from my peers um, to be nominated by by a group of my peers for that was really cool, too. So definitely a lot of achievements, a lot of successes this year. OK, so let's talk about C, which is clients. So in terms of clients, I like to think of, okay, how did we impact the lives of our clients? How did we impact their bottom line? Um, what did we allow them to do that if they didn't have us as a team, they wouldn't be able to do? I also like to think of what clients were aligned with who the Launch Guild is and aligned as an ideal client and what clients just weren't. And I don't think that either, like, I don't think it's bad um, when there, when we have a client that's not aligned with us or isn't an ideal client. It's just more information and it helps me to, to do better and be better on sales calls. It helps me to lead the conversation more so that I understand in the beginning whether or not this is an ideal client. I think the one of the great things this year um, that came out of this year was I said no to a lot more people. And that's hard for me because I never want to be like, uh, I don't think you're a good fit for us, right? But as we become more of an agency for those clients who already have existing businesses that are successful. They're on their second iteration of a launch or they're launching a new something, but they already have a really strong and successful primary product. Um, our price point has to increase because of the fact that we're helping them with like full on, you know, membership builds. We're helping them with really huge launches that have um, really big, just big impacts. And so really big scopes in terms of what we're doing for these clients. We're doing all of the copywriting and the Facebook ads and all of the things. And so there were a lot more clients that just weren't ready for that level of support. And I needed to realize that that was okay. I needed to realize that saying no to them um, didn't mean no, never. It just meant, I think that there's another step in between what you need and us, right? And then helping them, like pointing them to that step, helping them find that step um, was really important to me. Not just saying like, oh, you're not an ideal client, but then what do we do with that, right? Um, so how do we help them to find the support that they need? So that was definitely difficult for me. And I will say that I think I need to be in 2020 even better at at saying no to people and at figuring out whether people are going to be ideal clients or non-ideal clients. Um, and I think I'm getting better. I'm definitely getting better at it. So I'm, I'm patting myself on the back for getting better at it. And I'm also saying, Tasha, you can even be more better, <laughs> better, better at that. <laughs> okay. And then the last one is energy. So in terms of energy, I like to think, how did I feel about my business? all year? How did I feel about my business for the majority of the year? Um, and with that, I will be really honest in saying that I felt really busy this year and I felt somewhat stressed this year, um, more, probably more so than 2018. And I think that that's just a matter of 2019 was a huge growth year for us. 
And so there was a lot of figuring things out on the fly. There was a lot of new problems that needed solutions. And so I love being solution driven and I love thinking on the fly in terms of like, okay, how are we going to solve this? Right. Um, but that, that definitely leads to like a higher stress situation a lot of times. So for me, I think number one, having Jay Ray in the driver's seat even more and even more, it has been super duper helpful and having somebody that, um, I can bounce ideas off of. And then I also that I can just vent to too. She's amazing for, for that. Like the amount of boxers that she gets in a week guys is a little ridiculous, but I also think that that has pointed me to the fact that I need to become even more mindful of what I'm saying yes to and um, be and say no to more things as well. So really thinking and focusing on, does this bring me closer to my goal? Does this bring me closer to my word of the year and what that the verb of that word of the year means to me? Or is this just another thing that is going to distract me? Um, so we have safeguarded around our, my time and what I say yes to in 2020 even more. And also we've been working on delegating more things. I will give you an example. I think I've used this example several times, but this is the easiest example to give you guys. So I really love setting up acuity for people, guys. Like it's the strange, strange obsession that I have and I'm really good at it, which is why I love doing it but I don't need to be setting up people's acuity accounts anymore. Like every single person on my team, probably including the copywriters, <laughs> knows how to set up somebody's acuity account, right? So that is not a task that I need to be doing in my CEO seat. Doesn't mean that it's like, that, you know, it's not super important because it is because we're doing that for clients. It just means that it's not the thing that makes the most sense in terms of use of my time. And so, Finally, I had to breathe into that, release that and say, okay, somebody else on this team is going to do this next acuity setup because it can't be me, right? If we are thinking about growth in 2020, massive growth in 2020, then it can't be me. And I need to be focused on the things that are going to grow us more and the things that can only be me. So for right now, those things include sales calls. Those things include strategy within the team. And then also all of the coaching pieces and the course creation and the content creation, all of that for the most part, other than social media content. And even a lot of that is me still as well. Um, but all of those things are still me. And so the things that don't have to be me can't be me anymore. That's really, really hard for me to say out loud, but I am saying it out loud so that when Jay Ray listens to this podcast episode, she will have it on record that I will no longer do acuity setups. <laughs> okay, so let's go over this again, my 2019 year in review. So SPACE is our acronym that stands for Strategy, Profit, Achievement, Clients, and Energy. So here is a super exciting news. I am running the VA Profit Planning Challenge once again. I am so excited because if you guys were part of this challenge last year, you know that it was absolutely rocking. So you probably also remember if you were part of this challenge last year that we did it in January and I'm pushing it up an entire month because of the fact that I know that you guys are all like just chomping at the bit, ready to plan for 2020. I can feel it. It's a new decade. Everybody has this frantic plan planning energy and I want to help you get there. So I know that you have worked so hard to build and grow your business in 2019 all this year. And I want to help you really skyrocket things and really get into that growth mindset of 
not only what do you want, but how are you going to get there, right? Because I think that goals and plans are awesome things, but we also need action behind those plans, right? So we are going to spend three days together in a pop-up Facebook group that's specifically for the VA Profit Planning Challenge. On day one, we're going to talk about getting crystal clear about your goals. On day two, we're going to build out your revenue plan, figure out exactly what numbers you need to hit to achieve your 2020 income goals. And on day three, we're going to map out your offers, your marketing, all of that so that you know how to hit those goals, how to hit the revenue goals, and how to hit the goals that you've made for yourself for 2020. If this sounds amazing, which... Of course, it sounds amazing because number one, it's the VA Profit Planning Challenge. Number two, it's free. Number three, we get to hang out together for an entire three days. Head on over to TashaBooth.com forward slash challenge. That's TashaBooth.com forward slash challenge to sign up for that. It kicks off December 10th, but the pre-party is starting today. Pre-party starting today. So what the pre-party means is that I'll be going into the Facebook group doing some Facebook lives, doing some Q and A's um, so that you guys are prepped and ready to go on challenge day one. You will also, when you sign up for this challenge, get a copy of the 2019 year in review workbook. So you will get to evaluate your own business for the entire year, go through the entire thing. And then that way you are all set and ready to rock and roll for 2020. Sound good? So if this sounds awesome, if it sounds right up your alley, then head on over to TashaBooth.com forward slash challenge. Talk to you soon.